well, welcome back to another episode of the Blazer Victory Podcast. John Duncan here, and of course, I'm joined as always with my co-host Darian Smith, Jimmy Marion, and guys, it just just wasn't meant to be uh, this evening as UAB falls to FAU in the Conference USA Championship game, 78-56. to It was not close. Owls led by 19 at the half. Um, you know, we got on Twitter and did a quick Twitter space. Um, appreciate all of you. I think there were like 30 people or so that got on. I definitely appreciate all you, um, Trey, you know, everybody that spoke. Appreciate all of you guys. Um, but, hey, it was a good run while it lasted. You know, I, I still don't want to see any North Texas fans talking, you know, smack on uh, Twitter. But, hey, F- hey, guys, we said this last night. FAU, hell of a ball team. And UAB, let's just be real here. The energy just was not there from the get-go. When we started missing those first couple shots, it's just like everybody dropped their head, and it was over with. You know what the the telltale sign was for me, man, when when KJ Buffin couldn't finish through contact, yes. and then he got that cheap foul out of frustration, and then. Was it was it an offensive foul? He got it right after that, or no, no, it was another defensive foul, and he got took out. I'm like, yeah, this is a bad sign. Um, I think that was when when you first started getting down around double digits in there, and our guys, um, we just we just seemed like I don't know, like it seems like we had all this smoke for Tyler Perry in in, in North Texas, and then I don't I don't know, man. FAU came out like they wanted it, like. They were ready for it, and they came out. They were playing fast. The ball really zipped around. They were. Um, they really sped us up, and it's like we stopped thinking. We turned into that old team, um, you know, back in the midseason, where it's like that that WTF, what are we doing type of team. Yeah. And the shots were just driving me up a wall, like these ISO ball. Ty Brewer, mid-range. Like, what is that, bro? Like, or, you know, we'll get the, the, the jelly three. We'll get the jelly three that's highly contested. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It just it had me stressed out. It was a horrible offense, which led to bad defense. They put up 46 points on us in the first half. So, somebody... Somebody, it was no, we got out-rebounded by 14. Like, what, like, we can just keep going down the list. Like, you know how, Jimmy, you had all of those chicks for the last game? <laughs> hey, he's got he it ready. Like, hey, he's got, got it ready. He was like, chick, chick, chick. I, don't, I was like, I don't see a chick that can go in our favor. This is horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You know, I like to try to put things in perspective a little bit. We talked about FAU is a really good basketball team. They entered today ranked 29, and Kim Palm ranked 15. Obviously, they're having a historic season, so we knew it was going to be a grind, right? Um, and also, you know, something that we'll say is that for uh, a while a while back, we had lost five out of six games, if you guys recall that. So if you would have asked me during that uh, run where we were losing, you know, those games, if we were going to get to the conference championship, I would have certainly told you, let's take it, even if it was a loss like this, because – um, you know, one thing I'll say is that we, we talked about yesterday, right, with the smoke between Perry and Jelly, and we talked about it after the game. And, you know, our body language looked like yesterday was our Super Bowl. 
you know, and, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but that's what it looked like uh, to me. And uh, when you think about FAU and you look at the trends, uh, FAU going into this game this year was 24-0 and when they won the rebounding battle. When we played at FAU, I believe the deficit was nine for us on the boards, and we lost that game in overtime or double overtime, whatever it was. Then when we played them at Bartow, we won the rebounding battle by eight. And then the only other conference loss that FAU had was at Middle Tennessee. They also lost the rebounding battle in that game by eight. So we knew that that was going to be a point of emphasis coming into the game, and we struggled. Another trend line that we were thinking about coming in the game is just the assist. So um, in 29 out of 33 contests for FAU this year, they won the assist uh, battle against the opponent, and they were 27-2 and two in those games. And y'all saw it tonight. They were moving the ball. Darian referenced it. They were moving the ball around. How many open threes did they have? Let's be honest. That could have been worse. You yeah. know, like they missed a lot of open threes. They're a high-volume shooting team. So, you know, when you look at those things, what are our areas, you know, things to focus on going into the game, we truly did just have a really difficult uh, performance, and that speaks to why the outcome is what it was. Hey, Jimmy, you spoke to the assists. Do you know the number of assists that we had? I am pretty sure it's a season low. I haven't even looked at the. I am almost positive that's a season low. Yeah, it was looking at our assist number. I think we ended with no three. way. Is that three? Three assists for the whole game? <laughs> three. I mean, three assists, yo. Wow, on that, 20- I, I I can I can almost guarantee you, like I don't have to look at the rest of the yeah. season. That's on twenty made. So on twenty made field goals, we had three assists. <laughs> so what that tells me, Darian, is that you know there was some talk, as there should be, about offensively what we were doing, and even when we were scoring the ball, it was one on one or drives to the basket. It wasn't the fluidity of the offense that we could have certainly hoped for to get everybody involved you know in the way that we have been throughout this winning streak bro this is is depressing john sad man hey look i i'm so y'all go on twitter um at blazer pod so we posed the question like y'all want us to cover the nit like i mean they're like y'all can say no it ain't gonna hurt my feelings at all a shout out to welcome to uab just said spring football is a fun topic you know we're gonna be covering that um, with it, some more uh, honestly, yeah, spring so, football, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else to say, guys. Well, um, I mean, if we can just talk a little bit about the NIT. Obviously, there's going to be a selection show tomorrow night, and it's not the selection show that we wanted to be a part of. All right? So we get that. At the same time, it's been quite some time since we've been positioned where if we did not make the NCAA tournament, that we had the opportunity to play in the NIT. Okay? So that speaks to how we were able to end the season to be positioned there. And just looking at a few projections here, we were looking at it a few moments ago. I see projections of two seed. I see projection of three seed. If you get a top four seed, that means you get to host a game. Will Birmingham come out and support, you know, a game in IT? I hope so. You know, one thing I'm thinking about, I hope so. You know, when you're, when you're a three or four seed, if we're lucky enough to be that in the IT you're likely going to be hosting, call it a UC Irvine or a Southern Miss. Think about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bring, bring them back in here. Bring those uh, mustard buzzers back in here. That's right. Give it to them again. So I, I would say just one note on the NIT. I hope that we are extended a bid 
I hope that we accept, and I hope that we get an opportunity to have one more game with these six seniors in Bartow Arena because I just can't think of the fact of going out, uh, K.J. Buffin having zero points, five fouls in his last game, to have Jelly shoot whatever it was, six of 20. You know, there were some other statistics out there. The Brewer brothers, I think Ty had 10, but I I would love the opportunity to get that taste out of our mouth and just kind of go into that offseason with a little bit better of a feeling than what we just witnessed and, and felt tonight. Yeah. yeah, I think, you know, UAB hadn't made the NIT since, what, the 2015 or 2016 season. So, I mean, it's been a while. I mean, I know, hey, I, I hear a lot of Blazer fans right now saying, you know, we don't care about the NIT. I, I get that. The goal was NCAA tournament or bust. But, like Jimmy just said, if we can host an NIT tournament, hopefully Birmingham will show out and give these seniors another chance to play in Bartow. And, I mean – Guys, let's be real, though. Like, are all the seniors going to want to play in the NIT? You know, that's kind of a discussion that we had earlier. Like, I mean, is Jelly going to play in the NIT? I would hope so. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want him to. But, I mean, is it a risk? Like, you know. Well, you know, it's it's a little different than um than football. football you know, um, you only got so many slots in basketball. And I don't think nobody in, on our team is like a for sure – you know, high draft pick like Bangkok um, or uh, or Brandon Miller or somebody like that. We don't we don't have that, you know. Uh, so, but I would love to. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> Forgot we're on video for a minute. Well, well, they can't hear. Nah, we ain't, nah, we ain't gonna talk medium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but uh. Y'all made me lost. <laughs> I lost my, my Hey, we gotta find some entertain. Hey, we got. We got hey. saying, it's not like we got anybody that's projected to go in the NBA draft. Even Jelly's but, not. I mean, is well, he? I think Jelly. I think Jelly got a. He got a. He can carve out a niche. I feel like as a bench scorer, a guy that can come off the ball, and if he can really, um, really tap into his defensive potential, uh, that that he has. If he can, you know, be a ball pressure guard, of course he'll have size deficiencies, but he's a guy, if you give him an inch of space, we know what he can do, and he's a good shot creator. And his game is is well suited for the NBA offensively. Um, if he can have court vision, if he can um, just really find a role on defense, I feel like. He can be a good pick, a good pickup, and a productive NBA player with a lengthy career. He just has he has to follow a niche just because of his size, you know, and, and he um his his ceiling will be limited. But I just hate it how that how that game went. All props to FAU. This was not yeah, on the real. No, hey, no hate with us. Yeah, we we said last yesterday. We said yesterday. We respect FAU. So. Yeah, they were the best team in conference. They proved it. They proved it again, you know. So, I mean, they sped us up. They were way more physical. I did not I did not expect to be out-rebounded um, like the way we were, like especially the offensive rebounds. We were giving up ridiculous, ridiculous. But another – it was so many, like, moments in the game that just, like, represents the game. In in a whole nutshell, Ty Brewer is six seven, 
maybe a solid what what you guys say two twenty five two twenty two fifteen two yeah that's yeah two fifteen two twenty okay Johnnell Davis is six four a book seventy five I thought that was 80. LeBron I thought he yeah like that's eight. LeBron man <laughs> L. Davis ISO Ty Brewer on the on the block bagged him down and did like a, a Hakeem Elijah one. Like <laughs> jump hook, I was like, "What?" And like little moments like that just let me know, like, "Oh yeah, man, it's a wrap." Like th- that's what we doing. That's what we giving up. Like how physical and are we? And then when we were giving up, like we were down twelve to fifteen, we were giving up, giving up like three offensive rebounds in one position. I'm like. This is not a team that's hungry enough. Like, where's the desire? I don't know if it was fatigue. And I, let me take that back. I know these guys desired it. I mean, they play. They desired it more than we do. Come on. So I'm not going to question our team's desire. I just think mentally that we got defeated early, and they were able to get in our heads, and and we made us second guess ourselves. That's what I think. And nobody was confident. Like, uh. Which is uh, JV and Davis going up? He got blocked, and all Victor Golden did was just hold up his hands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we 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 we've seen JV and Davis be a physical beast this whole year, and, and I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah, he didn't score. I, I was thinking that JV didn't score, and he didn't score. He didn't get to the line. He's good at getting to the line. Nothing. Yep. And One shot. And that's what's so crazy is because going in this game, we had played FAU twice. In the first game at FAU. He was six of nine from the field. I think he had 15.7 rebounds. In the game at Bartow, he was plus 19 in 18 minutes. So when he was on the court, UAB outscored FAU by 19 points when he was out there. So he was somebody coming into the game that I truly expected to give us that production off the bench to really help us out, and that just wasn't the case tonight. They were way more physical. Yeah. I, I think it just got in our heads, man. Volume. I mean, you look at Gaines, too. He, he took 15 shots, 4 15, 0 of 5 from 3. He was active. He had five steals, you know, certainly. Got a highlight dunk. He did. Yeah, he did over uh, <laughs> well, over Golden, I think it was, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and Golden had four blocks. Ugh. It's awful, man. And you look, you know, this is something that Brad kind of brought up. Um, we were watching the game, and you look at the second half, and they UAB really did not take it inside the paint until there was like seven and a half minutes left. Like what was they, the ending? It was at some point we were getting outscored in the paint by like twenty, oh, right? It was like 20. And one was one thing too. for me, we we sat in the Twitter space and we said, "Hey, in the second half we have to get off to a good start, right?" And then in the second half, or was it the first possession? FAU gets an offensive rebound. Was it Martin? In Speaking of highlight dunks, just mm-hmm. offensive rebound. And it's like, no, like that's exactly the opposite of what we needed. And we got it down to what, 15? I think it was like 51 to 36 or something like yeah. that. And I was like, okay, if we get it down 15 points to 15 minutes, 12 points to 12 minutes, 10 points to 10 minutes. And they got right back up to 19 again. So it was just rough, man. It was like another moment I'm thinking that was like, yeah, it's over with. JV and Davis got it in the post. Work your thing. Like you, you, you go to work. We need these points. You are you are a calming force on offense mm-hmm. for us. You are a go-to, get go get your bucket. One-on-one was starting to go. 
He passed it to Tony Tony. Was that the airball three? Yes, it was. And it, 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 and, it. And, and this is nothing against Tony Tony. No, 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 no. Hey, but Tony Tony, is, hell of a defense. Hey. Love Tony. Yeah. But this is like you you are slotting him in the wrong spot. Like as Javian Davis, like, oh, here you go, open shot. Like, what? That's not jelly. Like, did you just see the wrong person? Yeah. I, I guess Tony was like, hey, if it hey, <laughs> I'm putting it up, I'm putting it up. He, and he put it up and it went right back down to somebody's hands. It didn't hit the rim. Like, I was like, why did we do that? And another we did it again. We tried to go back to Javian Davis in the post. And um, we came back down. I was like, why is Tony Tony on the strong side as a release for the – why isn't that Ladarius Brewer in that corner? They're, all they did was hip off of him. So the player dug down, and it was a turnover. I don't know, man. I don't know. It was just kind of like, yeah. That's what we was faced with, bro. And props to FAU again. Physical, fast, connected, smart. <laughs> I can't do video pause with these dudes, man. Oh, they, see, there's a reason some we fools, don't man. <laughs> right, y'all got anything else here we, we wrap? Hey, I just want to say shout out to John for hosting us in the BVP, uh, you know, man cave here. Uh, you know, it was a hell of a season. Hell of a ride. So just want to say kudos to you, John and, and Darian, and just appreciate the opportunity to come along with the ride. I thoroughly have enjoyed it, and I'm and, uh, looking forward to many more podcasts to come. Plenty of more opportunities, right. yes. We will. Yeah. Football season, hey. We'll. Hey, you know what time it is. I guess what? We undefeated in football. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> let's go, baby. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Hey, it don't stop. We keep rolling, baby. You, you know, at the end of football season, what we say, jelly time. Yeah. Just, <laughs> so now, now, hey, Diff gang, the Diff, we're here going undefeated. We're going to beat Memphis. We're going to beat UTSA. We're going to beat Tulane. We're going to make it to the playoffs. Jacob Zeno, Heisman candidate. Let's go. What did John say? <laughs> <laughs> We doing it all, baby. Georgia Southern. Yeah. Hey, I'm talking about Georgia Southern, man. Hey. Hold on. What happened with Georgia Southern? Am I missing something? No, no, no. I, I said we're going to beat Georgia, and I said Georgia Southern. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we go, hey, listen. We beat. We going down to Athens. We No, we are beating Georgia. Let's go. We doing it all. John L. Davis <laughs> on Georgia football. We're we going to bring John L. on the football yeah. team. Hey, come on, John L. Hey. <laughs> we need John L. Davis, bro. Like, yeah, man, we we be, that's, we are, we already on to the, unless we, you know, we're going to see where we land in the NIT. Hopefully we get that game and we're, we're going to be at that game if we, if we able to host one in Birmingham. Because, um, like you said, Jelly and KJ, Trey and, all of these seniors, bro, like, we got to – they were special. They were special to the city of Birmingham, so. Definitely. All right, guys, that is a wrap on our conf- our last Conference USA tournament. Uh, thank the Lord. Uh, but UAB does fall to FAU 78-56. to 56. And, guys, Blazer Victory Podcast will be back to see what happens in the NIT. If you guys vote on that Twitter poll, again, at BlazerPod on Twitter. Let us know your thoughts. If you want us to cover it, we'll continue covering it. But until next time. 
John, John, don't act like you wasn't in tears yesterday because you're going to miss Judy so much. <laughs> Judy McLeod riding in that Jeep. Hey, good riddance. I wish I could have stayed to see if Judy uh, presented the trophy to FAU with a smiling face. She did? Oh, she did? With a smile? Oh, Brad Cummings making his appearance on the Blazer Victory <laughs> Podcast, everybody, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Judy Watch. Judy Watch, yes. All right. Darren, send us out, man. Blazer Nation. <laughs> we tried the ride, but our car was on E. Um, so, but still, let's walk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>